Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tift and myself, Keith Migra. We're having issues on Twitter for some reason. I don't know why. So if you're listening to this or you watch it through Twitter or whatever, and huh? Okay, Tyler, uh, our, our volleyball has reset it. Our wonderful producer knew what was going on, and uh, and he reset it. So hopefully Twitter's back up and running. If not, if you're watching through Facebook, that's fine too. Matt, we did two consecutive shows. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did. Well, that's because, dude, we are so super busy with everything going on, and now we're working on another project, another TV show, possibly a spinoff TV show that's gonna star me, you, and this other very large Jason Momoa-looking guy, and it's gonna. I mean, it should be fun. It's Jason right? Momoa. I'm What'd you say? No, it's not. It's not Jason. It could be. He could definitely be Jason Momoa's bot, like stand-in for sure. Like if they had to do like a like a like a double. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, how's it going, man? How's uh, how's the two day? Well, no, hold on. Before we do anything, I want to talk about something because this is something that uh, I, I I retweeted it. I know you talked about it. What is going on with having your face on a race car? I think we should spend at least a little bit uh, of time talking about this. If I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot and talk to you about this before the show, but I think we should spend a little bit of time talking about it. Absolutely. Yes. So it's not your face; it's your name on the race car. So. Oh. Um, so I, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor, um, when I was, I guess, 19 years old. And so I actually lost, um, my grandmother from a brain tumor, uh, when I was little, um, but she was not in the family. So it's kind of interesting, but, um, you know, as I've gotten to learn a lot more about this disease, you know, way before I had epilepsy or anything like that. Um, I've been working a lot with the American Brain Tumor Association. I've done a lot of work with the National Brain Tumor, so- National Brain Tumor Society as well. Um, so we've done some really cool cars and collaborations. I've gone to, to um, I've gone to DC and um, you know went to Capitol Hill and advocated to Congressmen women for more funding for brain tumor research. Absolutely. And yeah. So it's been really cool. Um, but you know, there's only so many. Um, unfortunately, when you're not the driver anymore, you don't have as much clout, I guess. So <laughs> there's not as many cool opportunities and things you get to do. Sure. So um, luckily, the ABTA wanted to uh, work with us on something. And this is a really, really cool deal. And I'm very excited about it. Um, so next weekend, not this coming weekend, not Father's Day weekend, but June 26th and 27th, um, very weird deal. So Keith, you probably don't know this, but um, normally NASCAR races once per weekend per series, like for the cup series. Sure. Um, this is the first time this season, they did it last year for the first time. Uh, we're actually doing a double header Saturday, one race Sunday. Wow. And so the same car will be, um, both days, unless we wreck it, but we have a backup car with the same paint scheme on it. Beautiful. Um, so what's really cool though, is for $50, um, you actually get to make a donation to the American Brain Tumor Association and get your name on our race car. That's awesome. In that, we have a couple other cool packages. Um, one that's been the most popular, which I was surprised by, but um, the $100 package, you get a Team Live Fast hat, you get your name on the car, and you get a picture of where your name is on the race car. So pretty cool. You can go find it, um, get the wide zoom, get your name you know, kind of zoned in there to see where it's at. And then the granddaddy of them all package, the executive deal we're doing is uh, for a thousand bucks, you get to have your name in big uh, print on the back of the car. And you also get two hot passes, meaning you get to um, sit on the pit box, be a part of the team, wow. um, go on to the race festivities and get two tickets for it. Uh, and that's for a thousand bucks. So we've had a few people do that one. 
already. Um, we're almost at $10,000 um, in just two days on this fundraiser. So um, it's been really cool. No, it's awesome. Congratulations on it. Something we can support, something we can get behind. Uh, I, yeah. I think there's uh, a lot, like you said, a lot of stuff needs to be brought, you know, awareness needs to happen. Uh, things need to be well, brought to people's attention. The biggest thing is not to knock other, other causes and stuff, but as far as brain tumors go, um, even though, you know, so many millions of Americans have a brain tumor or have suffered um, from one or had a loved one, you know, be uh, unfortunately lost because of one, right. it doesn't get the national news attention to other um, diseases and cancers and stuff sure. yet. So, um, this is a really big push from the American Brain Tumor Association, from myself, um, yeah. to bring that awareness out there. You know, we're, we're doing the groundwork ourselves. And uh, on top of it, from the donations that are made to the car of the proceeds that go um, to the American Brain Tumor Association, the TIF Family Foundation um, is going to be donating up to $10,000 to match wow. the donation. So we're really trying to make a big difference here. And, Absolutely. Uh, very and then it comes off of a tough year for nonprofits. You know, most most nonprofits do um, 5Ks and they do relay sure. races and, and big events and, and things of those nature. And so you come off a year where there's not much going on. And so these, these nonprofits right. took a big, big hit. And, um, you know, I hope this is a way to bring awareness again, but then also um, to get things kickstarted back um, in a good direction for these guys as they're able to go back to having events. No, that's awesome, man. That that's awesome. I'm glad, and hopefully, we'll be able to to, to pump it out and support it as much as we can. And you know, that makes yeah. me happy. That that makes me happy yeah, that, uh, that you're doing cool stuff. It's been very cool. Yeah, it's it's a good feeling because obviously, each weekend we're trying to get a car um, sponsored by someone. But when you can right. do it with a cause, uh, it makes it even that much more special. Oh, absolutely. I think that's the coolest part is that this is a you know this is a real like okay. So I have diabetes, right? And, and, and it sucks. I mean, it's horrible. I can only eat when, you know, it, it, my body says, all right, you're starved long enough. You know, your sugar's down to an acceptable place. I don't take medicine for it. I should, but I don't. But seeing stuff like this that, you know, though these kind of events and stuff that you're talking about that you're supporting and you're doing, super awesome. I love to see people getting involved in stuff like that. It brings hope to the world. You know what I mean? It brings people. People aren't just jackasses you know what i mean they, they, people really do care trash bags from Walgreens. That, oh yeah you know what i watched that video like four or five times it was amazing it was yes so um but yeah thank you for letting me talk about that yeah, it's man. been pretty cool things have been um going on if you guys are watching this um i think we're going to go ahead and close out the entries on tuesday here which is uh june 22nd yep. um at midnight there for the entry Ooh. to get onto the car gotta hurry and Yes, it's coming quick, so yep, make sure yep. you get it there. And if even if you can't donate the full 50 bucks, five bucks here and there it helps. Just share it out there. Get the word out there for us. Um, put, it's really cool. Put a dollar in the tip jar. You know what I'm saying? Anything helps. Put a dollar in the tip jar. You know you're doing something good. You know what I mean? Just do something good. That, that just just okay. donate. Dollar in the tip jar. It's not that hard. You're good to go. So, um, so I guess moving past that, um, <laughs> I guess we've, um, you know, last time we were able to actually talk about quite a few topics because we've been on the air for a little bit, but, right. um, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about with you was some reality shows. Reality so, shows. Yes. Uh, so it didn't work out in my favor. Last time I talked to reality star. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, so I, I know you've been in relationships and been married and stuff. So did you have to watch the bachelor or the bachelorette? No. God, no, I did. No, no, we have to stand our ground as men. 
we cannot be forced into the bachelorette or the bachelor. I'm sorry, I couldn't get into it. I had to stand my ground. But the problem is that my there's a lot of like my brother loves the show. So I mean, I guess it's not just a a chick flick anymore. But I just I can't get into reality love, dude. I just we have enough. Do reality love is on Facebook. Go to Facebook and you'll be able to see as much reality love as you want to. <laughs> no, that's very true. Yeah. Well, so my wife and I, we do watch it. Actually, enjoying this season of The Bachelorette so far, which is funny to say. But the um, the reason I bring it up is because yeah. I wanted to see, out of all the reality TV shows, so you got The Bachelorette, you got American Idol, or you'd be a bachelor, obviously. Right. You got American Idol, you got Survivor. Um, Big Brother is something that's coming back out this week or tonight. I can't or believe like. that Big Brother is coming back. It's still on. It's like the Simpsons. It just doesn't go dude, away. Dude, that show is awful. That it, dude, literally, like, I don't understand. Re- Listen, I get it. Like, do you know why reality TV happened? No, I'm being serious. Like, this is a serious question. I'm, I'm getting, going to give you a serious answer. Can you give me a hint? Second guess? Writers? Yes, it has to do with, with writers. Insane. Okay, they couldn't figure out uh, a plot, and they just told them to improv it, and then they figured out that they could do that for the whole show. Pretty much, no. No, dude, they went on strike. And when they went on strike, they still needed TV, so they started bringing... You don't write a reality show. You know what I mean? Right. So they start... They, all the writers... Yeah, yeah, all, it's situational. All the writers went on strike that were part of SAG, and now we have this crap. <laughs> that isn't that a, isn't that crazy this is what happens dude. you're always one second away from a bad decision and tv executives understood that and they let these these writers go and for a long time you didn't see anything other than reality shows and reruns i can't remember the exact date it happened ah oh, man i'll have to look it up i can't remember but it was when we go to break we'll look at and see when the writer's strike was that's really interesting though okay yeah, it's crazy so so back to that question. Uh, so Big Brother. Yeah. I remember being, oh gosh, probably five, five or six years old going to my parents' bedroom. They're watching Big Brother on TV. Right. And I always thought it was creepy. I never really understood it. So I've never watched it. But I get what it is. I've seen clips and all that stuff of it. Sure. Um, that's not a show I would like to be on, by the way. That's out of the list I gave you. I don't want to be on that one. Um, but if you did have to be on one, and it could be any of them, um, but I kind of gave you some of the most popular ones. Which right. one would you want to be? Survivor. Nice. Right? That seems the fakest. I mean, you know those people aren't really surviving, I wouldn't imagine. Okay, so I have a friend who is on Survivor, so I think we should bring her on here. Uh, yes! You absolutely have to bring her on here. Because okay. I don't know, but the, not, but the only thing is, is we're not, no, I don't want to talk to her now. I just said it was fake, and she probably went deep into it, and she's going to look at me, and I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want her to yell at me. I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a good bad sentiment, because I know that they're not allowed to help them. Really? I know that some of the tribal councils, like, now they have a survivor island, but they used to go to, like, every island across the, the world. Right. Um, you know, one of the seasons, they had to drive them from their, their, um, from their setup, like, their camp, to the tribal council. But I know they're not really allowed to help that much. Um, and so I was actually surprised the stuff she was telling me was actually pretty real for the contestants. Now, what's strange about it from pictures I've seen is they're all struggling, but then the crew is out there and it's like a full on, you know, camera crew. And like, it looks like obviously it's a big production. 
And so it's hilarious right. because these guys are like big buff dudes and stuff, and they're eating, and you got these guys who lost <laughs> 45 pounds and are just dying out there. 45 pounds. Have, have you ever seen while they're trying to climb a pole and hang up there for 20 minutes so they don't get chopped off the show? <laughs> well, speaking, <laughs> speaking of like, like reality type shows, have you ever seen like In the Wild with Bear Grylls or whatever? Yes. You, okay. He got in trouble. Totally fake. Yes, he got in trouble. He was he was helicoptering out or whatever and was eating at like five star restaurants. But dude, I just want to like all right. So here's my take on on Bear Grylls. Am I upset that the whole thing was a sham? No, because the dude was still drinking piss towels. Like, dude, if you go out and have shrimp at noon, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you go out and 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 have a nice cocktail at noon and by three o'clock you're pissing in a bottle to drink it, you're a man. Doesn't matter. Like you you drink pee. Good for you. And you did it on camera. Like, is, is it any different, I guess, that, you know, he went out there and was staying in hotel rooms? I, I mean, he drank his piss. <laughs> like, how do you? I guess it goes back to, like, okay, how real do you want it to be? Because, like, naked and afraid, obviously real. But you're like, that's also a little too real sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's the other thing, naked and afraid. Like, like, dude, I can't, I would never be able to be on that show. E- ever. I'm naked and afraid every time I get out of the shower. I Oh man, it's okay. No, like, would you? <laughs> Damn it! We got Tyler. Ro- you got Tyler rolling over here. You can't even look at him, focus. You're not. How embarrassing would that be? Like, you get you have an intruder in your house and you're just fucking naked. Like, that's embarrassing. Dude, I just want you to know that if, like, if you were robbing a house and you come out and there's like the, the owner is standing there ass naked, you're pro- like. You're you're leaving. Like any self-respecting thief is going to leave. You can't attack somebody that's naked. I mean, that's like that's like that's like the 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 old uh, Eminem theory. You, you don't get tackled in football if you just strip out and get naked. Just just take your pads off, run around, and you're gonna get a touchdown. I don't know. I've seen a lot of streakers. We could ask Hillis. Huh? Didn't he play football at one point? Eminem? No, Hillis. I said we can ask Hillis. I don't know. He doesn't respond to me. He doesn't respond to anybody. <laughs> well, he's too busy doing Madden stuff, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too busy doing Madden stuff. Listen, Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland isn't there to vote him on the cover this time, buddy. <laughs> and I think he knows that. No, but like, okay, so back to reality shows. If you were, <laughs> that's a good reality show. So if you were, if you were in Naked and Afraid, honestly, and I'm not talking about when you step out of the shower. I'm talking about if you are actually naked and afraid, how long do you think you would last? I'm naked and afraid? Yeah, because don't forget, you have to kill your food. Mm-hmm. So you have to make it, what, 28 days? Is I think, right? Yeah, I think it's 28 days. Or I, I, it, it's either 28 days or be the last one. I can't, I'm not yeah. super familiar. Um, and then your survivor, your survival skill gets to go up by like 0.3. <laughs> by point three yeah because they give him the base survival skill he knows how to tie ropes he can point um, three. start a fire he carries flints he also knows how to make a uh, make a hammock out of out of um, I don't know palm trees See, I can't do uh, any of that his survival score is a 6.5 and on the other side he outran a cheetah he, <laughs> he outran a cheetah he survived a hurricane his score has from a 6.5 to a 6.8. He outran a cheetah? <laughs> I was the guy who does the voice for the survival skill to go in there and see how it's, his Yeah, I want to see what his survival points are. Dude, I'm okay. telling you. 
it's like a Dave Portnoy like um, rating on them. The best pizza is eight point four. Okay, well eight point four should be a ten then. Like, <laughs> There's a curve. Be a seven because you can't get past it. There's a if curve. you are, if you are, oh my gosh, what's the um, um, the the sniper, the famous sniper that Chris that, Kyle. Yeah, Chris Kyle. If you're Chris Kyle, I bet they'd get, probably give him a 7-3. Like, that's how a, bad a rating is. 7-3? Chris we're, Kyle we're, 20 out of 10 on that, right? But they're going to give him, they're like, yeah, he is a sniper. It's too heavy. 7.3. It's too heavy. Dude, I'm telling you, like, listen, camping, every man likes to camp, right? We all believe. No, no, no okay, we don't like to camp. We like the idea of camping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to like the idea of surviving on your own and being one with nature, whatever that hippie crap is. Like, I can't do it. I'm telling you, I just can't do it. I hate it. I like the idea of it, but you also have to pay to go camping. I don't want to pay to be homeless. That doesn't make any sense to me. I've said this over and over and over again. I just find the idea of camping absolutely awesome, right? Like, we're going to live off nature. We're going to fish for our food. We're going to hunt for our food. Dude, by 10 o'clock, I'm putting bug spray on. I've got bug zappers plugged into my car. I've got Netflix running, and, 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 I'm, and I've got an air conditioning in the tent. Like, dude, I cannot camp. I hate it. And I, I, that's why I think I would make it an hour and 15 minutes on Naked and Afraid. I feel like I could make it three days, but I'm out on three days. Okay, but here's the definition of camping. Live for a time in a camp tent or camper as when on vacation. Lodge temporarily, temporarily, especially in an inappropriate or uncomfortable place. So does that mean strippers are campers? Ah, yeah, yes, they are. Remain I'm... persistently in one place. Apparently, we all camped in quarantine last year. We did. We were campers. The last, last definition, the activity of spending a vacation living in a camp tent or camper. Well, if I went to a Marriott, they call it Camp Coral, or I went to Disney Springs or Disney, and they call it Camp whatever. That's what I was saying. You know, Camp Door the Explorer, yep. and that's whatever. I went to camp that. That's camping. I have a motorhome, and that's like the picturesque thing of camping. Right? It is it's a motorhome. It's a motorhome. Yeah. No, no. That, but the only thing you don't have to see was you camp. That's absolutely one hundred percent camping, dude. Anytime I, camp in my own house. I, I can't. have fire. I have my stove in my oven. I camp in my I own house, dude. I have bugs to get in here. I have a fly swatter. Well, I mean, I can cook fish. I can go hunt for food and go down to Publix and go buy some. I camp every day. I can hunt for food. Dude, my version of camping is going to a Marriott without towels. Like, just tell the, the, like, don't bring me any towels. Don't bring me anything. We'll figure things out. I'll have to eat off the vending machine. I'll eat nuts or whatever, you know, on the vending machine or berries or whatever they come with the cried. Yeah, I know. I thought about that after I said that. Tyler's laughing. That's not what I meant, but it's all right. Nothing ever comes out right with you. That's what makes the show fun. I don't know. He's dying over there, so I guess it, it did something, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we need to go take our first break. Uh, in the meantime, go follow us at Life in the Fast Lane Show, LATFL Show, at Keith Meyer one at Matt underscore Tiff. Make sure you go check out my page here. Where you're probably watching this on Twitter. Go up to the pinned tweet at the top. Go donate 50 yes. bucks. Get your name on the race car for this weekend. Uh, I'm sorry, for next weekend. And guess what? If you don't want to have your own name, think of it. It's a Perfect Father's Day gift. Go put his name on the race car. Oh, good idea. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tifton and myself. Talked about camping and how horrible of men I guess we are. Does it make you less manly to not camp? I don't care. I'm not going camping. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I, see, don't, I don't there's care. There's a few things in life that I don't like. Okay? Sure. To make you a better or worse person. It's like that State Farm commercial. is some insurance um, commercial. I woke up at 5.30 today. Guess what? Nobody cares. <laughs> I don't like to wake I'm up at 5.30. I hate it. I didn't bring my cell phone. Cool. Nobody cares. Nobody, also, nobody cares. Let's see what else is there. Um, I think of what's like a demoralizing thing people always say where it's like, I really don't, I, I don't, it does not bother me whatsoever. Like a, a societal thing that you're supposed to do. That you're supposed to do? Yeah, you know, like I like know. the I woke up I woke up at five thirty. You're getting here at seven o'clock. Like, what do you do? Like, just this stupid crap like that. I don't know. That pisses me off. I don't know. Like, I drank you know a lot of water today. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything like that. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> from nothing here, but still, there's just little things like that that just I don't know. I, I just it, it bothers me. If you, in my opinion, if you make the most out of your time every day, the 24 hours in a day, right? So why does it sure. matter if you look at 5.30, if I wake up at 8.30 and I stay up three hours later than you, then we did the same thing around the sun, right? But it's just in a different time shift that we did. You wouldn't be giving somebody crap in San Francisco about doing it, but I don't know where I'm going with this, but sure. Yeah, so I mean, how about Jose Ramirez? How's what? <laughs> what did you just say out loud? I didn't hear I said, it. I said, how about Jose Ramirez? How about Jose, Jose Ramirez? You like that? Have you been watching it? Have you been paying attention? Because we can talk about this for a minute. He got out of a I pickle, have. dude. He hit a he hit a single and got a triple. That was so funny. Dude, that, I could watch that over and over and over again. It was amazing. But the Indians are heating up, dude. We beat the crap out of the Orioles the whole time. Yep. Yeah, 10 to 3 today. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, so I was at the game on was that Friday or Saturday. Saturday, I was at the game on Saturday with the um, the walk off and walk air off air off. So I okay, walk air off. That's fine. I've been to a lot of weird games. So if you look at like Cleveland Indians history of weird games, mm-hmm. I've been to the balk off. I was at the one. You were where, at the balk off. At the balk off. Yes. Were you really? Dude, that pissed a lot of people off. That would have been a great game to be at. Mm-hmm. I was at the balk off. Wow. <laughs> The the bug game against the Yankees. You were at the bug game too. Bug game, yes. Wow, that was awful. That was horrible. I was on the, I was on the well. No, it was fine actually because it's the weirdest thing. So we're on the second deck. Yeah. And on the first base line. Sure. And just what were those? What are those? Um, Mayfly- Mayflies. May- Cana- no, Cana- Mayf- Canadian soldiers. Anyways, let's just say it's Mayflies. So if you looked at the entire. Um, like the entire field is yeah. covered in, but it's like they stopped above it. And back then there wasn't fencing, so you could cl- see clearly. By the way, the fencing makes me mad, but anyways, not a fence um, fan. Yeah, me neither. I am fine with the fences to a point, but like where we're sitting, like where the dugout was, or our season tickets used to be on the third baseline where the dugouts were there. Yeah, I get it because I've seen two people get smacked in the face with a ball and a bat. Okay, Jeez. so I get it there. But doing it down the entire line makes me mad. Like I, I, I want to accept the danger because I'm ready to catch a ball. Like, I want to accept. Um, do you know in, do you know in, in Japan that they actually sell those seats higher? They don't have any netting or anything there because they it's a thrill to them. 
that they believe that it's like some kind of like crazy action adventure thing that they so they sell those seats super high. Well, right. Baseball. So how do you feel? Actually, now that we're talking about Jose Ramirez and baseball and bugs and gnats and all this other stuff. How do you feel about the banned substance for the balls? Okay. That's going to go back to, I had this conversation on the podcast about an hour ago, actually. So this is kind of ironic. All right. All right. Um, so You're on another podcast? My, You're cheating on me? Yeah. Sorry. That's messed up. Um, in my opinion, I think that if we have to deal with the entire game and ends up being tied and we go to extra innings and they can put a random runner on second base, I think the pitcher should be able to do whatever he wants. I think yeah, I'm with you on that one. Rules like that, then also you should be able to use steroids at your own discretion. Are you going to make it very far in life? Probably not. But guess what? It's going to be more exciting. The big problem I had more than anything when I was in the ballpark this weekend because I hadn't been to an Indian game in about two or three years. Right. I love going to the ballpark. I love watching baseball in person. But I've been to a lot of sporting events since then. And sure. the one thing I will say is from. Being down here in Charlotte, I can listen to um, the Indians game broadcast on WTN 1100, even all the way down here. Which is awesome. Uh, which is cool. Super yeah, cool, sorry. yeah. Um, but the one thing I'll say is after going to NASCAR races, from going to football games, um, to NBA, even the music there, which I don't love the music in between plays, but it's still lively in there. Right. The one thing I hated was sitting on on – in the seats that we did. Sorry, I'm getting a charger back in here. Oh, um, no. You're, is, your, is your computer dying? That we, not this again, hopefully. Um, sitting in the seats that they did, that we did, you could see the strike zone if it was up or down. Right, was right. Big, right. So you couldn't tell inside, outside, sure. um, whatever. And I was thinking there, I'm like, you know what? You have so many gra- graphics. It's telling you if it's a 14 curveball, if it's a slider, like it tells you all that. Why can't you put one thing on the freaking 300-foot board that shows the strike zone and what they just threw? They can do it instantly on TV. I really think they should have that. And to be honest, I think they should have a night where the dollar dog night, you know, Wrigley Field, just like the old That's school, right. like, night. I think they should have a few nights, maybe once a week, because baseball is trying to get more exciting in the stadium, right? If you listen to Tom Hamilton on the radio, oh, it's, it's amazing. the most exciting thing in the world. Absolutely. Now batting for the Indians, whoever it is. And then you don't know anything. They're going to get a home run and just putting putting the noise that it makes, which is cool. The, the, the Mario coins. Yeah, the Mario is sweet. But the rest of it, I would love to know, okay, 97 mile, mile an hour fast, um, fastball just a bit inside. I'd love to know that call. I would love to know that they're they can't doing do that, like, though. I'm doing a shift and doing all that stuff. But if I'm a casual fan, I'm going, I don't know what's going on. And I realized that right. for the first time because – in NASCAR, as an owner now, I've been able to see without driving in the race what works and what doesn't in person and what right. works and what doesn't for radio. And to me, in the experience. Oh, no. I think his computer's dying. I lost him. Where'd he go? I <laughs> I love Matt. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have Matt back. Hopefully, he uh, technical difficulties. It's the baseball gods pissed off that he's trying to change the rules of baseball. We'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tipton, myself. The baseball gods got mad because he's talking about changing the rules of baseball and changing things, and they cut his power off. We forgive yeah. you, though. All right, so blame last... Go ahead. Blame Jim Tomey. Everybody can blame Jim Tomey. I don't think that man needs a statue, but that's okay. Exactly. So, no, I'm totally... I'm so what I was talking about, though, yeah. was, again, I want the Nets to be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that part. I'm not that a fan of it either. I went to go get a hot dog and it took forever. And so I went to the, I actually went to the upper deck to go get it. And I was like, you know what? I actually enjoyed being on the second or the upper deck because I didn't have to look through a net to see the game. Right. Dude. The only thing is, is the best spot, at least at progressive field, right? Are the $15 district seats. You're right at the bullpen. You're, I mean, who cares? Like you stand the whole time, whatever. That I've doesn't, never, I've that, been the home run porch, but I've never been over there. Oh, dude, it's so nice. You're right. You're right by the bullpen. You're standing the whole. You know, you're standing the whole time, and you can see everything. I mean, yeah, of course, you're not. You're not able to really see. You know, unless you have like good eyesight, but I don't. But you're able to see everything. And and, and when they put the net up, man, I'm just not. I was never a fan of them putting the net up. I feel like they're trade. I, I feel like they're starting to take baseball. I get they want it to be more serious. I do. I understand that, or they want it to be more entertaining, or they want it, the game to go faster, or, or whatever. Dude, baseball was never supposed to be like that. It was America's pastime for a reason. You would go get your family, and you would go to the ballpark for two-plus hours and forget about all the crap that went away. You're supposed to be there for a long time. You're supposed to be able to sit there and and watch a game. I just don't think people have the attention span anymore to sit and watch a whole game. You know what I mean? I totally totally agree with that. I think the problem is when you go to the game – so that was, that was my thing, right? So listening to the, the radio and the play-by-play at yeah. other, other sports, maybe you do that every once in a while, plug in the play-by-play announcers because then you're doing the same thing. You're not changing the game, but you're just pumping in some, some um, you know, commentary to the game. Then I think it'd be people would know what's going on. Obviously, people would um, bring in radios and stuff before to listen to that. But that is one way where I could see, okay, maybe this makes it a little bit more exciting into the game. Um, who don't know what's going on with it. You don't ruin any experience because you get the best of both worlds. You have to listen to the call from Hammy, right. and then you get to watch the game. I think that'd be pretty cool. Well, when you're saying the $15 district tickets or whatever, you can hear Hammy call him a game. So you're, See, you can't do that when you're close to the place. No, you can't. But you know why you can't do that, right? Because you can't argue with an ump ball or strikes. If the, if, if, the, if the umpire calls a strike clearly and it's a ball, you can't go and argue with the pitcher or with the, with the umpire. If they put that up on the, on the uh, big screen or whatever or announce it and it makes it look like the umpire is wrong, every coach in the world is going to go out there and beat the hell out of them. And they should because guess what? Football does that, and those are some of the most exciting plays. I mean, you're it's not the- wrong. You're, you're, you're definitely not wrong. Okay. Red Sox Yankees game, and it comes down to a striker ball. Oh, pitch, which, God. But oh, imagine yeah. like, the fun of that. Like, you want to go beat the crap out of the ump. Like, that is like, not putting just on the ump, but like, so misplays, errors, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right, like, right, right. Everything that goes into there, but they had replay on it. I'm just sitting there like, okay, so now they can challenge plays, but the whole the whole stadium that's just paid hundreds of bucks to be here between their ticket, their food, and transportation and parking. Right, they right. Can't, this happened on the board because um, because the, the teams might get upset. Like, to me, that's stupid. I mean, you know what? You're not wrong. I, I'll agree with that one. I'll agree with that one. How do you feel about robot umpires? How do you feel about taking away the the human error part of, of baseball and putting robot umpires in there? For, for strikes, um, for a for strikes and balls, I do think that should be there. Oh, no. no. 
But when it comes to judgments on being safe or being out, I think you get the real people because you can challenge those folks. You can, but see, I don't, the human error has always been part of the game. Like you were just talking about it. What if it comes down to a ball? Like, okay, the bulk, for instance, you were at bulk gate. When that happened, you know, it, obviously, was it a bulk? Yes. But let's say it comes down Yankees, Red Sox, and it's, you know, bottom of the ninth, two outs, you know, three, two count, and he misses it. Either way, bases are loaded. You're either striking him out or it's a, you know, it's a ball, whatever. What and he walks the winning run in or the tying run in or whatever. I don't want to take the human error away from the game because then what am I going to be pissed off about tomorrow? You know, the the, the next morning. That's I, I just I don't think I can actually advocate for for robot umpires. I think the human error of the game is way too much. I think Tiff left. Where would he go? <laughs> Tiff. Tyler, the, our producer is looking at the phone. There, Ty, yep, yep, yep. Sorry, I uh, I guess I charged it, but it didn't charge. It's okay. It was charging still. It's okay. I kept it going. I kept it going. Here's, we're uh, we're bringing you back. Good, good. Slowly. Sorry about that. Yeah, all right. So, did you hear my 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 argument about keeping the uh, the, the human error part of the umpire? I got part of it. Like, I just don't think that we should take away the human error part. I think that if it's a close game and it comes down to that umpire getting that call right and he misses it, I want to have something to be pissed off about or happy about. You know what I mean? At the end of the game, I just don't think I don't think robot or whatever, you know, listen to what Darth Vader said. Darth Vader said in Field of Dreams, baseball is a, you know, time will steamroll everything, but baseball always stays the same. The only problem with that statement is baseball hasn't always stayed the same. We're doing all kinds of weird rule changes and everything to get people in, and I don't understand it. Yeah, right. Tyler, how am I? I know I got some weird shading. You do have some weird shading. It's <laughs> a very nice ceiling fan. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit hung off the rails there, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, you, having, you, having, you having a good day, Matt? <laughs> It's been fine. I don't know what's going on now. He said it's been fine. You want to take our last break? Well, no. It's a, you want to take our last break? Or are you good? No, I'm okay. I'm good. You're good. Matt's <laughs> good. If Matt's good, let's all right. Let's roll. So the title of the episode today is Area 41. Nope, just episode 41. So the Pentagon's getting ready to release some crazy stuff. I guess we could talk about that a little bit. Are you an alien person? Do you believe in uh, in the uh, the outer worlds. I do. I do. And I'm excited to see what is going to happen. I what, expect what? there to be inconclusive evidence of many encounters. Inconclusive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see inconclusive, but let's say, what do you hope they release? I hope they release that there's like 10 aliens being kept and talked to and studied in the United States right now. You want to, what? I don't want that. Then they're gonna. That's, that's like kidnapping. I don't want them captured and studied. Why? I don't know. What if they're gonna? We be literally do that to every species that's been put on planet Earth. Why not doing this not from planet Earth? I mean, that's kind of heartless, man. That's some X Files stuff right there. That's some. That's some smoking man, um, uh, stuff. I don't want them captured. Okay, so let's say the Pentagon releases definitive proof, right? Like they have a alien craft. They know where it is. Roswell was real. All this stuff is actually legit. 
what do you do with that information? What do you do with that? I mean, dude, that changes a lot of stuff. I mean, it really does. You have definitive proof, 100% proof that aliens have touched down on Earth. We know. What does that do for, for everything? I mean, um, probably watch TV, see what they say about it. You can't. You go. You. you <laughs> You're not going to have an opinion? You don't think that if you see a freaking alien spaceship coming down, you're going to be like, oh, man, I might need to rethink a few things in my life. That's not going to happen. You're just going to turn on the office? I I watched a whole store get robbed yesterday and was just put on Snapchat. That's true. I guess guess with those aliens, maybe maybe that was the definitive proof we need that aliens. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get TikTok famous. That's what I'm going to do. They're like, oh, it's an alien. Shit. And you're just going to (laughs) leave. That's it. Yeah. What if? Yep. So right. so, but what if? What if? What if this this happens and the Pentagon releases like some crazy reverse engineered spaceship that they have? What do you think they want? What do you think? I mean, why are they here? What is the point of it being here? Ninety percent of the people that live on Earth don't want to be on Earth. Why the hell would they want to come here? And it can't be. Yeah, I don't know. It can't be for rednecks and coolers light since i mean nobody wants that right or cows or whatever I mean, those people it, for giant water parks and everything what why else would you move to america i mean i'm pretty sure they have a like if they just <laughs> they just traveled light years away hundreds of thousands of light years away to go to cedar point then i promise you i will get a cedar point pass this year and i'll go ride feel, with, eh. with one of them I, I feel like they're more six flags people myself but you know well, that's why they're pissed at least yeah. you know they're not going to come to Ohio then. Yeah. So let's see. If that was really released yeah. and stuff actually happened, I'm trying to think of my thoughts here. I don't know if I, I, I guess I don't know what I would do. I guess I'd want to know what time do they think we're in? Can they time travel? Okay. I'm going to do the question if, if I get to talk to one, right? So All we right. had to play 20 questions with it. No, sure. I don't have 20, but let's, now why let's play it, 20 questions. Now why is it an it? What? Because I don't know what. Because I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what Cancel said culture. thing is. <laughs> yes, you don't know. I don't what? know what said thing is. Okay. All right. All right. So it. We'll, well, we'll go it, with it. You're not going to know in the in the Pentagon files. You're not going to know what it is if it's a being. They wouldn't have been able to tell. That is true. That is true. You're right. So if they're releasing something and it's a hard physical body then yes it's an it of some sort that is true that is true okay so let's say it dash him dash her because you don't know they might they, they might have been progressed so far in advance that they're they have a queen and their queen is their monarchy so now you're talking to them tyler you can't be doing that while on camera so you got so you have these aliens come down the first thing you're going to ask them is um where'd you come from Okay, that's fair. That, that, that's a good question. That's a good icebreaker. <laughs> Why are you here? That's a scary question. I don't know if I would ask that right off the rip. Can you time travel? I would ask that question for sure. Does um, does time exist in your realm? No, why did it, okay, all right. I'm with you. Because um, that goes back to the time travel question. It does. It does. Then I would say... Um, are we, what, why would you want to be in contact with humans? Like, are you just here? Like, are you here visiting or like, are you here to stay? Like, what's the deal? 
Are you just here visiting? Yeah, you know they they got a room at uh, at the Marriott. <laughs> they don't like to camp either. They got a room at the Marriott. They're gonna go. For Aliens a while. hate camping. It's so primitive. It is. It's <laughs> awful. They don't just sitting on an asteroid all day. It sucks. All right. So ah, <laughs> uh, last question. Um, do you come in peace? I think that's okay. So the first, do you come? Don't ask, have you not watched Mars Attacks? You never ask if they come in peace. Ever. I've not seen. I've seen The Martian with Matt Damon. It was a very okay movie. It was a very okay movie. <laughs> I mean, you gotta watch Mars Attacks. All right. So the first question I would probably ask an alien is, I would ask, I don't want to know why they're here yet because I'm not ready for that answer. But I would ask, like, do you guys have any cool weapons that I can see? Like, you know, you don't gotta shoot me with them or, or poke me with them okay. or whatever. Advanced technology. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want advanced technology. I want to see like some crazy stuff going on. And then I would have to probably ask, do they have entertainment, like TV shows? Like, how close to Futurama did they actually get to being right? Yes. That's what I would want to know. And then, I would, good- and then I would probably add, I, and I don't care where they came from either at this point. Um, I would ask the time travel question because that would, that, that's definitely something I, w- I would like to know. And then I would oh. ask, go ahead. Um. Maybe why, like, do humans and them coexist on other planets that they've already abducted people? Like, is there colonization? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a, that's a crazy thought. See, that's stuff I'm not ready to hear yet. What if there's a whole group of alien, of us, of us, somewhere else that they've abducted? Like, all those people that claim to be abducted with their Miller Lite and, and, and their Terry's and Peyton's, what do you think... <laughs> Tyler's diet. What do you think? I mean, like, what do you? Uh, that's weird. They terraform. I mean, it's an odd question. I don't know. You know, how do you know we're on actual Earth? Maybe it's a clone. Maybe it's a. Maybe this is back to that whole um, simulation theory. Maybe there was an Earth. Maybe we're not on it anymore. Good. So we're having this thought. All right. So I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Thanks. I'll be thinking about that all. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of stuff that's weird for, like, a simulation stuff. Maybe there's something with that. There is a lot of stuff that's weird for it. What if we were in a simulation and you found out? What would you do? What would be the first thing you did? I'd be pissed. Why do I got to bring in tumor and epilepsy? Like, what the hell, man? You were a glitch. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, shit. So it it all has to do with electrical signals. So like That's obviously true, the yeah. game messed up. The game messed up. What if you were just like in like okay, so we're in a giant simulation because that's a very popular theory. Like people actually believe that that we're in like some some honest to god matrix like like stuff. What if you found out you were just a giant battery for for something else for like a machine? I'd be okay with it. I don't know if I would be. I think I mean I'd definitely plug myself back in. I'm not I'm not messing with all that. I'm not trying to go to Zion and everything. I'm too lazy for all that. As long as they don't make me camp, I'm good to go. Here's my thing. If we are in a simulation and we know it, I'd be like, all right, well, I don't have much to worry about then. So I'm going to go live my daily life like I always did. And then I think I would if do it's more. not, then it'd be, huh, okay. Well, I'm going to keep on going on living my life like I always did. Like, you can't break it if it's a simulation because created by somebody else. So, I mean, technically, it's the same thing. <laughs> You're so damn laid back. Like, I don't know. Like, you can find out the world's toughest problems 
and uh, like we, you could find out like tomorrow, like yeah, there's gonna be an asteroid that hits in like three days, dude. You wouldn't panic. You wouldn't call anybody. You wouldn't panic <laughs> or do anything. You would just be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the store and get some chicken or whatever, and we're gonna have a grill and cook out. And like you, you're the you're the least panicky person ever. If I find out I was in the Matrix and I was a freaking battery for a machine, yeah, I'm panicking a little bit. I'm going to have that oh my god type mentality. I don't want to just go home and, and eat a sandwich. I'm going to probably try to figure out what the hell's going on and who's enslaving me. So, a couple of years ago in Charlotte, we had a big snowstorm. And it was hilarious because my wife, Jordan, she was she's my girlfriend at the time. She goes, oh my god, we got to go get milk and bread. And we're both on keto. I'm like, Jordan, we don't drink milk and we don't eat bread. What, why would you do either of those things? And that was my thought process. Like, what, why are we doing this? And so, just like during the middle of COVID last year, it was like the world was ending. I went to a park one day, and of course, COVID is horrible, everything with it, blah, blah, blah. But I went to a park one day, and I didn't have my phone. I didn't watch TV. I was like, you know what? This is a very nice day out. There's a lot of birds chirping. There's a lot of bees. There's flowers. I'm like, this is pretty nice. But then you go home, then you realize the reality of, of what's going on in the world, and it's horrible. It's terrible. It's sad. <laughs> so, like, so perception-wise... <laughs> a lot of different things you could be rich and the saddest man on the planet you could be poor and the happiest man on the planet it's all it's all so weird so why couldn't it be a simulation i mean you you, do you take my brother's all right so my brother has this theory and i'm pretty sure it works my brother has a theory of just pretend it doesn't happen and if you pretend it doesn't happen then you keep moving like like corona like when corona happened when covid happened he pretended it didn't happen and he wasn't affected one iota you know his job wasn't affected his money wasn't affected his lifestyle wasn't affected nothing was affected he just went on i think he wore a mask to be honest with you he just on living his daily life just like you do i don't understand if i if an alien came down and said i'm going to but i'm just saying if there's an alien thing saying i was in a simulation then i'd go on along with it no but i mean like what am i supposed to do go challenge the alien like i'm gonna yes! lose no how do you know that you don't know that till you try we're americans damn it we just we don't roll over well if you're in a society then they made up america just made us a bunch of dumb idiots who believe in the same thing crap that's true Damn it. <laughs> I hate when you make valid points. <laughs> I'm gonna take the whole lot of it. I'm gonna start taking it's it's we gotta we gotta get ready to go here because I know you're getting ready to go watch a movie and I got an audition to do. But it, the funny part is is I real quick is I'm gonna start taking your I'm gonna steal your mentality from you and I'm just gonna go on living my life. No matter what happens, I'm only gonna say yes and I'm gonna agree that everything is always okay. Watched the movie yesterday with Jim Carrey. <laughs> Oh God! There's a movie about it. Yep. Is it? Is it? <laughs> all right. I'm gonna go. I'll, all right. I'll watch it. Yes, man. With what's it called? Yes, it's man. Just called Yes, man. It's with Jim Carrey. Yes, man. All right. Yes, man. I'm gonna watch it. Guys, thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it a whole lot. Check us out on iHeartRadio. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So that way, if we are living in a simulation, you know that's like I guess we're telling you to do that. Check us out on that's Google. Cool. That is. That that is. <laughs> Well, follow us on uh, on Twitter, Matt underscore Tift at Keith Meyer One. Uh, check out the show. Check out the Teespring if you're not doing anything and you're bored. Uh, also, Matt, make sure that we are that they know time is running out to get their their name on that car. Donate, donate, donate. We're almost, we're almost at ten thousand dollars today, so Beautiful. let's go make it happen. It's on my Twitter feed there. Yep. Um, go click it to go donate to the ABC and get your name or anybody else's name onto our race car for the next weekend. 
100%, guys. Donate to a good cause. Uh, I'm actually super behind this, and I'm very excited that they're doing something like this. We'll be back Monday, right? Yeah, we'll be back Monday as long as the stimulation lets us. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it, and have a good and happy, safe Father's Day weekend. Is it Father's Day weekend? It is. Cool. You're a dad, idiot. <laughs> yeah, nobody gets me anything. I've never had a Father's Day gift. I mean, I get my dad stuff, but, you know. We'll see you. We'll see you Monday, guys. Have a good weekend.